step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is a pretty good rock and roll album. Mm-hmm. I love Smashing Pumpkins. Oh my! <laughs> oh my God! Good boy, Ross. Strike two, buddy. Underwear <laughs> than that, you're almost out of here. You're on strike eight. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. You can also text us at seven seven zero three one. Welcome back to the Jim Colbert Show. I'm Jim. There's Deb. Hello. Jack is here. Yep. Ross is here as well. Mm-hmm. Fortunately. Folding underwear like a man. Getting me crushed on the texting service. People have uh, lost their mind. Uh, They're disrespectful at the highest level. Uh, Makes me laugh heartily, so I appreciate it. Uh, Every single Wednesday around this time, we do a little thing called Colbert Court. What you are listening to is real. Well, sort of. The participants are not actors. That's a fact. This is, however, a real case that will be decided here in our forum. The Colbert Court. What's up, Mr. Clausman? Hey, great being here. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Uh, just usual stuff, man. Our, our twi- twice this week we get to see you. We were having That's true. We were having lunch at one of our favorite spots, a Italian spot over in Maitland. Mm-hmm. Free plug, Francesco's. Yep, awesome. Yep. Uh, we were in there having uh, just kind of a, you know, our boss uh, set this lunch with us a couple weeks ago and said, you know, show's coming up. We should get together and just kind of hang out, see All what's right. going on after the first month. So it was just kind of us talking about what we thought was happening, what we needed, and mm-hmm. uh, who rolled up on us. I did. <laughs> I'm there all the time, man. I, I, I love are, that buddy. place. It's close to where I live, my office, and uh, the, you've got a, a local chef that makes his own food and everything. It's great. It is a good little spot. We yeah. found that place a long time ago and have been uh, consistently going, mm-hmm. so it was good to see you earlier this yep. week as well. All right, here on Colbert Court, here's what we do. Glenn brings us in a case. I'm going to read the case. We're going to spin it around the room, see if we can figure out what, what we think should happen. And of course, then we'll pitch it over to Glenn, the actual attorney here, and uh, he'll work it out. If you need his services, 407-917-1718. Super easy to find online. It's ClausmanLaw.com. That's K-L-A-U-S-M-A-N-Law.com. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Here we go. <laughs> I need you to be better today. I'm rocking it. Are right you ready? Now. Yeah. Oh, right, here yes. Yeah. I've lived in a local apartment complex for several years. Last year, I fell and suffered a fractured hip because the apartment sidewalk was cracked and had two uneven segments. One was almost an inch higher than the other. And even though the apartment complex knew of the problem and admitted it was on the list for several months to be repaired, the apartment claimed it was all my fault because the condition was open and obvious. It was daytime when I tripped and fell, and I admit I had walked out on that same sidewalk several times before without an issue at all. And I understand their argument may be that I should have been more careful because it was an obvious condition, but they were also at fault for not fixing the obvious problem. What happened is the judge threw out my case without a trial, something called summary judgment against me. Am I out of luck? Fractured hip is not a joke, right? I mean, that's a big surgery. Yeah, it hurts. I can only imagine that's tens of thousands of dollars plus rehab. 
plus medication, plus time out of work. I mean, this case probably has a value of anywhere between maybe thirty and seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars. It just you're broke. low. You're low, but go ahead. <laughs> Am I? How low? I mean, yeah. How about if it was your fractured hip? Well, I mean, I don't know. I've never had a fractured hip. Oh, oh man, you're getting, you're getting too, close out of age. I'm, I'm too limber, Glenn. No, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean what, it, what body movement? So, is that? Yeah. so we're talking a hundred G's plus <laughs> on the line here, thrown out of court. So now this guy or this person is on the line for all of those bills, all that medication, rehab, out of pocket. The judge said so. So I'm assuming when there's a summary judgment, there's no appeal. I do not know the answer to that but if you cannot appeal this case you are what they call in the professional world effed what do you think i think this person's 140 years old off rip <laughs> if you break a hip i immediately judge you but no, i mean you trip and fall over it. now let's look at this if the sidewalk was cracked two uneven segments it had been on the list of things to do for several months the argument that hey it's obvious you shouldn't do that well i mean it's obvious you shouldn't drive into a retention pond and drown but it happens. So what I'm saying is there are still retention ponds that do not have fences around them that you can still drive your automobile into. It does not mean that somebody is, you know what I'm saying? Isn't the sidewalk city property? Uh, it, no, it's it, in, a, in an apartment complex. It's private property. Okay. Yeah, so when you walk outside of your apartment, there's always a yeah, little okay. sidewalk that walks around? Yeah. I guess unless you could actually have written proof or verbal proof that the apartment complex said that they'd had it on the... A, a list of things to do for the past several months. I mean, what recourse do you have there? But the court could say, well, you would reasonably want to walk around that area rather than walk through it every day if you know it's been there for months. So I think the courts would see really the responsibility not being on the apartment complex, but being on the renter to avoid the area since it is a known danger. You know, it's weird. You say renter. There is renter's insurance. I wonder if that comes into play here because you got to remember, this has already been thrown out. Right. This has already been thrown out of court. So really what we're trying to figure out is why. I don't believe renter's insurance would cover that because renter in, renter's insurance, as far as I'm aware, only covers the contents that you bring into the home. It does doesn't protect any kind of medical liability or... But I've heard, though, before that renter's insurance has covered vehicles in the parking lot of your apartment complex. If something happened... though. Yeah, I understand, but it, what, I'm, what I'm saying is if you look at this, the judge threw this out, so something's wrong. This was thrown out of court. Summary judgment is what it was said. I don't know what that means. Well, obvious condition, the, <laughs> the, the apartment complex admitted they had a problem. They admitted it to him. Hey, yeah, we understand. It's been on our list of things to do for several months now. Yeah, but the, admitting it I don't think means anything if there's no legal way to prove that they admitted it. You think... No, they, they admit, just assume they admitted it. I mean, okay, that's what so the case is about. They admitted right. it. Yeah, they admitted it. Yeah. I still think it falls on the renter because if they admitted it but still didn't fix it. Well, how do you argue that then? How do you go into a judge and go, hey, man, look, these guys admitted they had a problem. I fell. I hurt myself because of the problem. They admitted. How does that get thrown out of court? Because you've been I mean, walking around it for months, so obviously knew it was there, and it, you needed to do your part to walk around it. It got yeah, threw away because you failed walking on a sidewalk. I can't break. Here's the thing: I can't break. Look, when you went to grocery stores and they spilled something, they put a sign up. But if you, I mean, if you slip on it before that, you know what I'm saying? Did the in apartment complex take any action, like warning residents about it and it, saying that, "Hey, this is a problem. We plan on fixing it." Please be careful. Or it, putting anything up, tape, cone, to warn off the to ward off the area there. It no, no, they didn't. It does not say any of that. It said, I mean, I don't understand this. It said they admitted they knew the problem. It was on a list of things to do for months. So this is a running issue for months. I wonder if there were other injuries because of this. Um, 
and they claim it, it was daytime. I tripped and fell. I admit I'd walked on that same sidewalk several times before without an issue. That's the problem. You never admit to that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you their don't. argument that maybe that I should have been more careful. But my God, I mean, you can't say that. I mean, it's you well, know exactly. You can't say that. It, where's the negligence? Is it because they have taken a few months and haven't fixed it yet? Is it, you know... I mean, seeming that is the negligence, right? I mean, so that's what caused the problem. In a timely manner. I don't know what what the legal time frame is for them to have to fix something. Okay, so the number one questions we have here is this. For one thing, we don't know what a summary judgment is. Yeah. Obviously, the answer lies in what a summary judgment is. We don't know if just because the judge threw it out, if it can be appealed or not. We know that there's $100,000 plus of damage done here. And could be more considering rehab for years at $100 a session. I would think that it's on the person walking. I'm going to go with that. I'm kind of Team Deb on that one. It's on yeah. the person. Mm. I can't so, I can't pin it on the apartment complex. But something's got to be awry or he wouldn't have brought this case to us. No, so, I so, agree. Something oh, is wrong. Some, summary judgment is the judge, the trial court judge says, I'm throwing this case out. It was open and obvious. And I don't feel there's any negligence on the part of the apartment complex. So I'm throwing the case out. Now it can be appealed, and you're the appeals court. What do you do? You're the appeals court. Oh, so it, you know, so basically you can appeal this. Right, right. I am the appeals court. I'm yep. trying to go back. And so basically the judge said there was not enough evidence to justify a trial. Correct. Okay. There's not enough evidence to hold the apartment complex liable is what the judge said. The person appealed it. The appeals court made a decision. But you're going to act as the appeals court and see what you think. Oh, oh okay. Man. So now, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Wow, man. I mean, I have to think that the apartment complex is at fault here. I yes. was going to say, now yeah. my my now it changes because at this point it being appealed because it that property is their responsibility. And although as a walker, it's your responsibility to be aware of your surroundings, you're only so good as the surroundings that you're being given. And if the apartment complex is aware of obviously what is not only a potentially a dangerous situation, but a proven dangerous situation they're clearly the ones who should be liable for paying this person's medical bills yeah so i say apartment you say apartment yes yeah. you, you say apartment Absolutely. are you an apartment guy no i'm sticking with walker oh, ross i just i just can't give this guy any money because he failed walker. okay stop right there for a second please jesus whatever you say don't make this kid right i don't need to hear it he's already <laughs> on my last nerve today please say please glenn he lie just did. lie i'll cover no, for no, you. I, I was hoping that ross would follow everybody else because ross has been good on this stuff but no. ross missed it today yeah! oh, take that you suck and and, and deb's deb's Great points. Jim's great points, and, and uh, Jack's great points. Rice's points. Jack's, Jack's great point is that there is a duty to warn, but there's not a duty to warn when something's open and obvious. So if uh, something's open and obvious, and you don't put a, ca- a cone out, there's that's not the issue. If something is not open and obvious, then you have to warn. Let me tell you why I know a little bit about this. Now I'm not saying I got that right because of this, but in my neighborhood there are tons of sidewalks mm-hmm. and tons of trees, and trees are what cause sidewalks oh, to yeah. rise up right, and right. do their thing. Right? They will tear the. And they're currently doing it right now. They will tell this tear the sidewalks out. Cut the roots that are pushing them up and then relay the sidewalks. Go through that entire trouble because of this. Otherwise, you know what they'll do? They'll bring a grinder out and they'll literally grind mm-hmm. the part that's risen up by the root. They'll grind it down flat so there's no possibility that you fall and then have action. Right. The, the law is if you're a landowner and you see there's a foreseeability that somebody's going to get hurt by something on your property, then you've got a duty to fix it. Even, well, okay. What about this? Even if, okay, imagine this, I have signs. I have a fence, but it's not like a chain link fence. It's mm-hmm. like one of these wooden fences 
that you could step over if you had to. And there was a mm-hmm. hole in my yard. But on the fence, I did have a sign that said, no trespassing. Mm-hmm. Somebody goes over my fence that has, a fence is already a barrier saying, keep the blank out. And then on top of that, I have a no trespassing sign. There's a hole in my yard. It's obviously there's a hole in my yard. Somebody falls in it, breaks their leg. Am I liable? Uh, you're in better shape. Because, first of all, the person is not an invitee. If they're an invitee, you have a duty to them. You have a duty to protect them if they're an invitee. That, an invitee is what the law calls somebody that has, uh, is not being told they can't come on your property. Somebody that's expected to come on your property is an invitee. You're talking about a trespasser. Uh, a trespasser, there's much less rights that the trespasser has. So if this apartment complex just puts a cone mm-hmm. next to this sidewalk. Well, they, it didn't matter if they put a cone or not. They still got to fix it. Really? Yeah, it didn't matter. The fact that it's open and obvious, they don't have to put a cone there. So because they're saying it's open and obvious anyway. Now, what about according to the law? Is there a timetable for, quote unquote, when they should have fixed it? Is it 30 days, 60 days, 90 days? It's what's reasonable. I mean, how many no. people How many people transverse it? It's what's reasonable. What's well, subjective. Reasonable yeah. is subjective. Mm-hmm. But that's why a judge should not have thrown his case out. A judge should let the jury decide this case. And if a jury decides that she's 50% at fault because she should have seen it and didn't see it, and the apartment complex is 50% at fault, then she'll get 50% of what her case is worth. And that's the way it works. What happened in this case? How much well, money was online? We don't here? know. We, we don't know. We don't know. We just know that the uh, as a very recent case just was decided uh, last week where the appeals court said, no, the judge who threw this out was wrong. It goes back to that court, and they're going to have a trial. Oh, so it is going to trial. So as of right now, this thing is still in motion. Still in motion. Do you have any idea about what kind of dollar amounts we're talking about? I have no about? idea because the case didn't talk about how much uh, the medical bills were or whether this person worked or didn't work. Uh, how bad the rehab was, whether they needed a total hip replacement or or not. It didn't. The case didn't talk about that. Wow. The case just talked about the fact that this judge threw this case out because it was an open and obvious condition, but he didn't consider the fact that there was a foreseeability that this person was going to get hurt because somebody goes on that sidewalk all the time and because the apartment complex knew it was a problem, didn't fix it, uh, they have some liability. Wow. That's unbelievable, right? I mean, no, it's, it's the way it should be. Well, you're right; the way it should be. But the, I mean, the judge has too much power. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous, yeah. right? I mean, you look at a. I mean, look, we're dodos, right. and we figured it out, except for one of us. I got it wrong. Yep. Also, but, so most of us are dodos, well, uh, and sometimes people don't want to appeal; they'll just walk away. That's unbelievable yeah, because they think it the happens. Pr- they think the prices of hiring an attorney will be too much; it'll take too long. Well, the attorneys in this case already, um, the attorneys that work these kind of cases do them for if you don't win, the attorney doesn't get paid. Right. So, I mean, you you know, there's still a lot more work to do on the appeal, and the lawyer did the work on the appeal, and he got this case back where it should be, in front of a front of a court that's going to take the case to trial. Now, how many people sit on a trial like this? Is this this a full-blown? Yeah, yeah, just six people with an alternate. So, um, you know, and they have to have a unanimous verdict. I also, like, I... Imagine going to court and you see the judge and the judge just straight goes, no, oh, man, no, I'm throwing this thing away. Like, that's got to be deflating. That's got to, you're going to have to really gather up all of your courage to go ahead and go, no, the judge is wrong. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's a tall order. Yeah, that's a good point. How often does, I mean, I mean, this seems relatively obvious. How mm-hmm. often does a case like this come across the judge's desk and the judge just kind of naysays it immediately with uh, seemingly overwhelming evidence to move forward with the trial? I mean... We know it does have that because it's happening. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It happens, and uh, that's why there's an appeals court, and that's why people take appeals. Uh, Clausman Law, that's where you find him, K-L-A-U-S-M-A-N-Law.com. Office is right here in Winter Park, 407-917-1718 for sage advice on anything. Remember, car crash. Uh, call Clausman. He'll take good care of you, specializing in insurance issues, and uh, he just knows how to work 
the deal where you can uh, kind of get uh, a whole. Here's the great thing I know about you, buddy, that I've learned from mm-hmm. friends of mine. You tell them the truth. If they have a case, you let them know, you move forward. If mm-hmm. they do not have a case, you explain to them why and wish them the best. Uh, I think that is valuable. Well, thanks, thanks so much. I mean, I, I, you know, giving it to people straight and letting them know is it's very important. It well, is. We've got, and communication is very important. We've got folks texting right now, left and right, uh, talking about falls that they've had in various stores, just mm-hmm. wanting to know how they can get a hold of you. So you can expect some uh, <laughs> some more phone calls after yeah. you leave here today. Again, yeah, falls us, and stores are a whole different story. 407-917-1718. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, you've got to prove that the uh, there has to be some kind of evidence that the store should have known something was on the floor. Yeah, well, right. yeah. I'm sending them to the best layer. All right. Thanks. Always good thanks seeing so you, buddy. We appreciate it. Claude Law. We'll see you back in a second. Jim Colbert Show. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.